one fashionably late to start the new year again um yeah everyone's back um if the world in this little break could have created the perfect situation put it on a platter and had it for us to talk about on this podcast it has um lukaku icardi anything anything that we talk the most amount of bullshit about has happened and we get to talk some more bullshit so here to talk about some bullshit we've got ian and we've got Risto. um ian how how excited are you to get into all this just madness very very excited it is probably the most action-packed day or like period for enter since i've been on twitter except maybe the saudi memes when there were rumors of a takeover so i'm ready to dive in Christo, how many times are you going to make this an explicit podcast? I'll try not to make it at all. <laughs> oh, you Just know, it is what it is. St- it, it's, starting it, the it new year. Be, with, it would be so funny. With the OIT shirt. Yeah, I got Imagine me being the least, the least explicit of all. Isn't it signed? It's not. The other uh, one is signed. You, okay, I knew you had one that was Jovetic that was signed. Nice. Yeah. Of course, but I have a photo with him as well. What? The guy Did that passed up photo? on Handanovich. No. Passed up on Handanovich, the captain of Dude. years, and just for Jovetic, who was here for a year and a half. Man, so jealous. Look at you. <laughs> nice. Bro, this was the season that uh, we were first on, on Christmas Day. And I was I, I said to him, uh, like, Bro, are we winning the league? And he's like, we'll try. And yeah, I said, like, try, try harder, please. Yeah, he didn't. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't. He didn't give a fuck. Uh, but what are we what, what are we going to get into first? Do we just start with the Lukaku? Do we just jump into that? Do you want to start with Ikari first? And then we can slightly, uh, you know, uh, transition into Lukaku and whatever he said. Because it's a lot. Yeah. All right. I mean, Acardi, that's the newest thing. So I guess that's the smartest, most recent. Um, Yeah. I mean, and rumors are, I mean, he's going to go to Juventus on loan, convle- con- complete his villain arc. Let me pull up the the numbers. Um, but so I mean, this is something that has been talked about for like a couple of years now that he might go back. I mean, you had Wanda with all the black and white shit for a while, like look like hints, whatever you <laughs> want to call them, because nothing is just face value with them because they're just insane. But uh, six month loan option to buy around thirty five million. Juventus paying two and a half million for the loan. Um, I mean, if he was gonna come back to Syria, it was gonna be there, and I mean, it would be worse if he was going to a good team. At Juventus, but he's going to like the most comical Juventus of the past ten years. So I mean, I'm not too scared of it. I think it's gonna be funny. I think there's gonna be plenty of memes to come out of it if it happens. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I'm not funny. worried about it. Um, Christo, what do you think? Do you think this guy is even relevant anymore? I mean, I I think he is relevant, but um, just because he was a captain of Inter for so so, so many years. And he did such great things with, uh, let's say, um, a very poor team. And it's something uh, that was remarkable at the time. And 
looking back on it, it's even more remarkable considering how good um, he was or his scoring abilities. But since he left Inter, you know, he's not the same player anymore. Um, I do think that he's a great player as well. But he's a great uh, goal scorer, let's put it that way. As long as he gets the service at Juventus, he'll do well. The problem is that they lack midfield, they lack creativity, they lack good players. And it's something that, you know, they have been struggling for so many years. And I don't see that improving. I, I, I want him to succeed. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> no, but for real, like thirty-five million for for a player of his abilities is not much. But what did you see that picture of him recently? His abilities, being... his abilities look like they're at the dinner table right now. <laughs> to, to be fair, uh, the bar right. is set low at Juventus, so you cannot go wrong. Let's say it, it was Higuain, Morata, and now Icardi. So even by being, you know. 50% of his abilities, he'll do pretty much whatever Morata and Iguain did together. Um, the question is, is he going to get the, the service that he needs? I don't think so. Uh, Dybala is always injured. Uh, Keza has been injured in the past month or two. Their midfield sucks and it hasn't been addressed for the past, like, what, three, four, five years since Pogba left, basically. And it's not something that they've been good at, so... I just, as Mike said, I just want to see the Shicho in full effort and I'll enjoy every single second of it. Yeah, it'll give me to tune into some more Juve games that I probably wouldn't. And I guess it'll make um, the Derby d'Italia quite quite spicy, even though like it's only going to be the Derby in Turin unless he's still here for the Supercopa, which I mean, we'll get into postponed everything. Ooh, nice. I forgot um, about that. Yeah. Yeah, but Ian, um, what do you think about this whole situation? I mean, when I first started to be more vocal about Inter, I really, really liked Icardi. I still remember the hat-trick against Milan. Um, I still remember all the good things he, that he did. I remember all the shitty things he did. I don't think anyone will forget how he basically faked the knee injury and left us out to dry and one of the most crucial parts of the season. So from that point of view, he can go fuck himself. But he also did drag us from the gutter to there. So, you know, it it's a double-edged sword for me what to think. Regarding his abilities right now, Nike, like you said, they're mostly at the dinner table. I think he, that man has a bigger beer gut, beer belly, whatever you want to call it, than my uncle. And he's been drinking for the past 60 years. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So it's it's... We'll see if he can get back into shape, if if Juventus can sort their shit out regarding COVID injuries, maybe getting a proper, proper creative midfielder that isn't just Locatelli to play constantly. And even I don't know what Locatelli has been doing this season. I haven't heard or seen much of him on the timeline. I saw much more when he was playing for Sassuolo um, because I'll be honest, I don't watch Juventus. don't really have the motivation to. I don't know. Um, it will be it will be an interesting experiment. One thing I do wonder is I know we have a clause with PSG if they sell him to I think only Juventus or is it the whole Serie A? I think it's Juventus. I think I know what you're talking about. But it might have expired. I think it was. Actually yeah, that's what expired. I'm wondering. Yeah, if they do exercise the option, do we get some of the money back? Because ideally, <laughs> we could use the money. 
<laughs> we have <Yeah>. four. <laughs> yeah. We have four. <laughs> yeah, money's money, Accordi making this a little bit one last time. Um, that would be nice. But I like what um Indrahari, if I pronounce that wrong, I am so sorry. But saying um starting with Perisic celebrating Accordi back in Syria. I mean, we know those two guys don't like each other. And we know that Perisic doesn't like Juventus. We've seen, you know, him with Quadrado all over all the years. So I mean, that guy against those two would be that would be a sight to see. Um, there might be a fight. I hope there would be a fight. I just hope nobody would be suspended for too long. Um, but talking, I think it was Risto mentioned about how, you know. Accardi seems to only be going to bad or does well in bad teams in Serie A. I mean, that just reminded me of the 2014-15 season where, I mean, our midfield was completely trash. I mean, that was Kovacic, Guarin, Kuzmanovic, Medel, um, Brazo for like a little bit. But I mean, that was before he knew what his position was like. Walter Gargano. Yeah. <laughs> Bad team, bad team. But I mean, uh, I, it's a similar situation with the midfields. I think, like, I mean, the one somewhat decent player in that midfield at Juventus is, of course, Locatelli, a young player, um, carries the ball. You know, can pass pretty well. Um, I mean, the only decent midfielder in that team that year was Kovacic. Um, so, I don't know. There's just some weird parallels there. I mean. That Inter finished, what did we finish that year? Eight. So, I mean, if that's what Juve is destined for, I mean, that would be fine with me. So, I mean, it's just one, I guess, to keep our eyes on. I'm sure there will be plenty more to say of it in the future. Um, I guess Wanda will be back on Italian television at some point. Um, I don't know if she'll be fighting with – um. Oh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Agnelli now, or what's going to be going on there? Uh, I think that would be an, an epic phone battle on live television. <laughs> um, but Imagine the her with Nedved. Oh, they almost look the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not the difference. But there are just so many possibilities of shit to go sideways in this. I don't even know why Juve would try it. I get you need a goal scorer, but I mean... Do you really want the circus that comes along with all of that? I just, I, we, I don't know. Um, just looking back on it, um, Icardi at Inter was on the in the in like on the top of the food chain. There was nobody that was higher than him. He was the captain. He was the the, the star boy. He was scoring all the goals and doing all the right things. But at Juventus, you have Dybala, who's fan favorite. You have Chiesa, who just won the the Euros. Uh, you have I don't know, Chiellini and Bonucci who are always, or Bonucci less than Chiellini, but there are players that they are beloved and a huge egos, which something that was not present while he was at Inter. And that's something different. Uh, besides, you know, having the bad midfield and having bad creative midfielders overall, I think him not being the, the top dog is going to play, um, not in, he's not going to play in, in, his, in his favor at the end of the day. And that's something that will be seen and it will be fun to, to see how it pans out considering, you know, him going batshit crazy when he, you know, doesn't play in the first team or whatever. Yeah, like I said, the possibilities are absolutely endless for the way that that could go. Um, 
Let's see, and draw hard again. I think else the timeline will be fun. I think the memes will be like proper, proper memes, like World War Three level memes. <laughs> if anyone knows from Twitter, that that was fun. Saudi takeover Inter, that was fun. Super League Twitter, that was, that was. one thing I'm I'm interested. In, not really related, but Wanda has a picture of her kids in Milan jerseys. Will she get them into Juventus jerseys now? Ooh. Ooh. Complete the trio. Yeah, we'll see. Because I'm sure there are some pictures of them in Inter jerseys, now in Milan jerseys. It's like the Frank Essier of, of children. <laughs> <laughs> and the poor thing is, it's like these kids get plucked out to take these pictures. Like these poor kids just want to play like some Fortnite or some shit. Like they, they don't care. They don't they don't want to go on social media and like see like their mom and their stepdad like half naked. Like these kids have it rough, dude. <laughs> I feel bad for them. Has someone called child services so far? Uh, someone Imagine needs to the ability of the therapist when they get old enough to like really comprehend what happened. <laughs> what she was supposed to yeah, that's true. And then I mean, Maxi Lopez, like actual dad, isn't much better. Like these poor kids, we're we're gonna we'll start a GoFundMe for them. We'll get them, we'll get, <laughs> get them asylum somewhere. Can someone reach out to us? Someone that's um, you know qualified in this area, so we can actually help those kids. Because they need our help. <laughs> we are concerned. Cardis. <laughs> For a low fee of one dollar a day, we will feed these poor kids and keep them off of social media. Instead of buying Starbucks tomorrow, please donate the money too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, God. Um, but yeah, this also this point I had down here. Um, Allegri and Acardi possibly being a good fit. Uh I think, yeah, in a way. I mean, that guy made Iguain fire for a while. Um, but I just, I, I, I wonder how that relationship's gonna be. I mean, I don't think Acardi's ever had a great relationship with a manager. Um, so I mean, it could go either way for that for me. Um, what do you guys think? Do y'all think that could be a match? I mean, like we know Allegri's a decent coach, but like football seems to be passing him by now, also. I think he is past his time, Allegri, just kind of how Mourinho is just like cruising by and either getting smashed six or eight or seven one by some Danish team, like or whatever it was. He's living on his older days. I mean, I, I like the I like Mourinho, but he's past it. So in a sense I can draw the parallel between Mourinho and Allegri. He's living off his past accomplishments. Bieber was saying he's going to be the second saint of Juventus. He's going to get them out the gutter with this team. Like, oh yeah, he's, he has so many players from from his first stint that he'll be able to do wonders with them. They'll like we saw the preseason predictions. Juventus was predicted to finish first. We were predicted to finish like fifth, sixth. It was <laughs> crazy. I don't really think an out of shape, out of form, Icardi is going to con- contribute to that in any sense or form I, I really don't think he will be like the turnaround the savior the messiah for them but let's see <laughs> yeah it's I mean, so the, funny the... yeah oh go ahead no 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 go on no i was just gonna say i mean it's big words for 
someone just to come in who has been, you know, wandering around in the wilderness at PSG for a couple of years now, like to come in and make this instant impact. It it's completely, you know, um, I'm grateful to expect like so much from him because he hasn't played that much. When he did, yeah, he scored some goals, but you know, it's not it's not something that Icardi has been used to. <clears throat> at least when while well, he was at Inter, he was, as I said, the top dog, the captain, the main striker, irreplaceable. At PSG, he's completely the the opposite of that. He's a material that's you know um, <clears throat> throwaway. Uh, it's something that he has he's not used to, but he has to relearn relearn something um, else or whatever he was at Inter to replicate uh, at his ne next club, which is expected to be Juventus. But I, I don't think it's it's um, it's the fit with Allegri. Uh, I think it's more of uh, Juventus not having the same mentality, uh, something that made them what they are today. Uh, it's, it's not the same mentality. They lack quality players. They lack, uh, you know, the leaders in in the, in the in the dressing area. Bonucci is past his prime as well as Chiellini. The league seems more, you know, stable than uh, whatever he was last year. But it's not something that, uh, or it's not it's not this um, what Juventus fans wanted him to be so far. Uh, it seems like every single defender in, that Inter has is better than him, which for some may be you know, um, surprising, but for us it isn't because we have seen how good Skriniar, De Vrij and, and Bastoni have been in the past years, and especially Skriniar who was here even like, what, three, four years ago. So, yeah, uh, it's something that uh, Juventus needs to work on. Hopefully they will not improve uh, because I like to, to see their demise even worse than it was so far. Um, and of course, you know, I would love to see Card even be even worse and have the worst time of his career at Juventus. Yeah, I mean, and something actually, uh, it's totally off topic pretty much, but something to really make you feel old with this Inter right now, like this current cycle. I mean, Skriniar came in 2017 and it's now 2022. Like, oh, it does not feel like he's been there that long. I remember talking about him with a friend of mine. I haven't seen. Uh, I think there was a either a European or a World Championship for players under twenty one, <clears throat> and he was like really good for um, uh, for uh, for them. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, he's so good. I've seen him, and he's the right material." And I was like, "I have to trust you. I haven't seen him so far." Hopefully he's good, and he turned out to be amazing. And I remember seeing some articles that that gave him like, what what was it? Like he was in the worst team in Serie A or the worst signings at Sampdoria a year prior to that. So it's it's so funny to to see those articles back. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's been so long with him. I mean, like he saw like him, Perisic, and Brozovic have been like they saw like the rise and fall of Icardi. They saw all the shit show. They were there through it. I mean, there's there's still like that level of connection when or if if when, I mean, whatever it is that Icardi comes back. Um I don't know. I think that's gonna add another level to it. Um it's gonna be interesting. Um is there anything else we're really missing on this topic? Like anything to really put I into just, bed? 
you just said about <clears throat> you know players seeing his demise and rise. Um, Perisic actually didn't Perisic have um, uh, like some fight with him with Wanda as well. And you know who would have thought that Perisic in that period would have won uh, the Champions League with Bayern, go back to Inter and be a crucial part of the Scudetto winning team. While Icardi was sitting all along on the bench of PSG, winning absolutely nothing and contributing to nothing. It's yeah, something... I mean, that's also going to put a chip on his shoulder, I would think, uh, for Icardi coming back. I mean, maybe he won't eat that chip on his shoulder, but, I mean, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, he'll not eat it, but it's, it's just interesting to think, you know, to think uh, with such perspective back on it. it it's funny, yeah. at least to me. Oh, yeah, it, it really is. Like, I mean, and Perisic was on his way out, too, but, I mean, he had his whole redemption story. Um it's been an interesting few years to say the least and seeing this come back i don't know it 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 brings something full circle in a way um i still don't think you know he's gonna do that much at juventus i mean they were a team recently that was built for one player and that one player was ronaldo but i mean he's not ronaldo um but i mean both were playing similar games i mean poacher style not giving anything in build up like it would be like that again i I just don't know if it would be to the same effect because that's two very different people i mean mccarty is 28 years old he is starting to enter his prime and as a player who hasn't been playing regularly for psg who hasn't been scoring regularly who seems to always somehow fall out with someone from the management, from the locker room. Uh, let, let's keep the expectations low. We'll see. Maybe he'll do great for them. Maybe he won't. I'm sure the memes will be fired. That's the one thing I care about. And that's it. <laughs> well, from one, from one disgraced striker to now one that is disgracing himself, um, Romelu Lukaku coming back. Um, Months after, you know, his unceremonious exit from Inter, coming back already. I mean, people, it was like recorded three weeks ago, but now coming out already lamenting on, I mean, his departure, how he wants to eventually come back, whether that's true or not, or if he's just trying to force, you know, the hand of Tuchel and the hand of Abramovich, who has a pretty iron fist. I don't know. That's pretty bold, but I mean, Going up in the face of all of that, I mean, disgracing himself in front of Chelsea fans who were trying to give him another chance. I mean, what where they go now, they were just trying to enjoy, you know, a, a casual Thursday. And then, I mean, they got blown up by their star signing. Um, I don't know. He just put himself between a rock and a hard place. Um, it's a business move, most likely. But, I mean, in what business is he going to, I mean – profit from at this point with the way that it looks it looks like a pr disaster it might be a business master class it might be him actually lamenting leaving i don't know um what ian we'll start with you what do you think what what is what is going on with this guy i, I think he's too full of himself for starters like chelsea haven't been doing great but they haven't been doing great with him and without him he had some troubles with injuries I think he's just trying to use this interview as somewhat like uh, forcing Tuchel's hand, like you said. I think he's trying to get back into the starting eleven. 
what he has like four goals or something this year if he was really as good as he thinks in my eyes he would be starting more but he isn't you know they they built a system that works without him just fine obviously they've been unlucky with certain draws and, and losses but chelsea i think still have maybe not shot the title but they can go further in the champions league than maybe we give them credit for um but to not keep rambling on i think lukaku is just digging himself a bit deeper and deeper hole um <clears throat> the interview is not going to sit well with chelsea or the fans we saw a tuchel's interview saying no one is really happy everyone's kind of surprised it came as a shock and especially during a difficult time of the season where they need a win and next next game is against liverpool um it's going to Wait, be interesting you, to see the tuchel said that yeah, he there. There was an interview translated into Slovenian. Um, I can pull it up. But he said that no one's really happy. It came came as a surprise for everyone. Um, we'll oh, see. Wow. We'll see. I mean, yeah, he said it wasn't constructive. I think is one of the ways he put it that it wasn't constructive for the team. Which I mean, obviously, like I mean, guy coming out. I mean. Yeah, nobody's nobody can be happy with that. Um, I mean, even Inter fans, I mean, aren't very happy with it. We're like, oh, what are you doing? What was it? That, I mean, the Curva put out a banner, and I mean, I think yeah, I can speak I, for all I of us when we say it. we don't always agree with the Curva or understand them or anything. I mean, they're a little loony sometimes, but I think they got it pretty spot on with. Um, I think the translation was roughly like. It's it you ran away yeah. in the rain. It's about those who stay in the storm. Um, yeah, I have it here. Yeah. It's a, it, it doesn't matter those who run away in the rain. It matters who stay in the storm. Biomill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty pretty much straight up. I think that's how most Inter fans feel. I mean, he was a good striker. He was a great <laughs> striker at Inter, um, but you know he left at a time of need. Um, jacked up his wages to a point that are completely. You know, inaccessible for Inter if he truly did want to come back. That's not possible at the price that he's at right now. I mean, Chelsea just dropped a hundred thirty something mil. Um, so it's it's insane. Um, that the loss of money, the massive cratering of cash that would be like, there's no way there there's no way he comes <clears throat> back at least not while he's under contract at Chelsea. Um, so I don't Which think anything that he says is. Very great. I would take him back. You know, I'll go ahead and say that. I'd take him back. I think he would be still a good player in Inzaghi's system, and I think that's what he sees. He's like, man, look at all these chances. Look at look at what Lautaro does with all these chances. I could put those in. Um, so, you know, I'd take him back, but he's not going back. And I'm fine with that, too. Like, it's it's not going to kill me. Uh, Mike, do you think he regrets living in there? No matter the salary or whatever, I think we saw how important salary and money was to him uh, about the contract extension and what. Um, do you think he regrets? And what was the most um, interesting quote uh, that you read from him this week? Um, regret? Um, I think, yes, he does regret it. I mean, we've seen him delete his Twitter. We've seen just, I mean, his discontent obviously i mean some of the things were of course initially translated wrong like the initial thing about him and tuchel 
that comment was kind of taken a little bit out of proportion. Um, but I do think that he looks at Inter, who are farther than they were in the Champions League with him, who are top of the league even after the like changes that have been made. Um, he sees that, and then he sees um, Chelsea where he went. I mean, you can't. You can't blame the money. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's just as good whether you're playing or not. But, like, I mean, they got through in Champions League, of course, but already 11 points off the pace in the league. I mean, they've got a game in hand on City, but that's going to, that would take them to 45 points to City's 53. Like, that, that league's pretty much already done and dusted. They've got a game against Liverpool, and if they lose that, they're down to third. Um, it's just, uh, I do think that he, it really was a case of, you know, the grass is going to be greener over there. There's more money. They just won the Champions League. But when Chelsea wins the Champions League, it's usually a fluke. Um, so he thought he could build on what they were doing there. He thought he could get a little bit more money when he definitely wasn't going to get any money in Italy during a pandemic. Um And he's just regretting it from a footballing standpoint and probably from, you know, a fan appreciation standpoint and a city standpoint. I mean, this guy was regarded as the King of Milano, whether that was something that would hold true or not. And now, I mean, he's just another guy playing football in London for one of 27 different clubs in that city. So I think in some ways he regrets it. And in other ways, it still is a PR move. I want to hear you on on this topic because I think it's going to be more Oh, one more thing. I didn't get to the quote that I thought was the most interesting. And I thought it was the one where he mentioned that he wanted a contract extension from Inter before he left. And then that's kind of where I'm like, all right, you put your foot in your mouth again. You can't just say that like, oh, I didn't want to leave. But then you're like, oh, I left because I couldn't get a contract extension. And Chelsea were offering more money. Of course they were. Um, But that was the one where I was like, all right, you, you're showing your hand too much. Just just stop. Yeah. Yeah, like, like Mikey said, like he really took the words out of my mouth. It was, I think he sees the situation as the grass is always greener on the other side. Like when he was with us, he saw his boyhood club, boyhood in quotations, um, win the Champions League. He thought, okay, shit, they need a striker. I'm a striker. I'm good right now. Let's make it happen, you know, and then you hear the things that, oh, Chelsea made an offer for me, so I had to go. But then you see, oh, wait, if I got the extension, we would be doing this interview in Milano. Okay, I'd still be playing for Inter if I got my extension after two years, mind, mind I say. I mean, knowing the situation of the Italian league, knowing the situation of finances in the world the world during a fucking pandemic, you still have millionaires, should be billionaires, playing for millions and millions of euros, wanting even more. You know, it's it's really interesting to see like his his thought process. Now he sees that we're doing better with him, like Mikey said, you know, we're through the Champions League further than we were with him. We're top of the league in in a convincing fashion. I mean, I don't I don't want to say too much, but like it's 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 looking great. Is it better than when he was here? I don't know. Let's leave it at that. 
but yeah, I think he he just wants to keep his options open, make amends with the fans, but in in reality, he burned the bridges with both Inter and Chelsea in the same interview, if you ask me. He just speaks too much, contradicted himself too many times for now to count, so it's interesting. Risto, what do you think? I was just reading uh, the interview or whatever I could <clears throat> from Tuchel and I was just reading back the quotes that Lukaku said and you know um, the most interesting quote that I found and Fede also <laughs> said that he's like you dropped by 40 points is that uh, as Lukaku said quote uh, Real Madrid, Barcelona and Bayern um, these are the absolute best clubs in the world any player would dream of one day playing for them and so I thought that I could make history at Inter with a new contract and then go to one of them what the fuck did so you he say, get three more he had three more childhood clubs three count them three <laughs> three more childhood yeah. clubs that he wanted to go to that's how many six in total Anderlecht, inter chelsea and those three Everton, west brom united <laughs> eight but yeah it's so interesting because like even uh, as um even put it out like the interview that tuchel said basically tuchel, tuchel said but you need to ask him. Everything you say is out out there. If you are such a big player like Lukaku, uh, like Romelu, he's experienced and should know that this kind of value uh, it has, or what kind of value it has when he speaks out like this. Like comments like this are expected for Icardi uh, and for Vanda and for those kind of players, not for Lukaku, who was so quiet and yet vocal in the most important moments last season, or. In the in every single moment that was important in the past two years at Inter, so it's something that really surprises me. But at the same time, you know, you smirk at it because it's a player that left your club uh, that was hoping for something better. It didn't come. It didn't. Nothing came of it. Um, the club that sold him is doing much better than he was when he was at the club with less resources and a player that was signed for what two three million and it's thirty five. It's a win in my book. So, would it take him back? Um, I would say yeah, because I said the same thing for Icardi, because I think that he's still a player that can add value. But if I had to choose right now, uh, in the middle of the season, absolutely not, because he'll only, you know, uh, destroy what he have. I mean, he can also upgrade it. But at, at, at right now, the way we, we are playing. I wouldn't trade anything for anyone, especially not for a player that says, oh, I regret leaving Inter in a way, but then at the same time says, you know, I cannot wait to play for one of those three teams. It's it's so idiotic and, I mean, it's funny because, like, he said, oh, Barcelona is one of the, you know, the clubs, that, the best clubs in the world. The same Barcelona that wants to sign Morata, a player that Juventus doesn't want to sign as well. Okay, maybe I'm wrong, but you know, something doesn't sound right, and it's just interesting to see that he just wants to go be drip brothers with the pie. <laughs> I mean, imagine that that would be the only reason. I mean, Barcelona that, that's the worst fit. Why would he even bring that upon himself? And he would never get into Bayern over Lewandowski. I mean, look, yeah, he's an amazing player. I don't think so. I mean, Benzema's aging. I would understand that more than Bayern, more than Barca. I don't know. Lewandowski. 
older he's just, than he's just, he, Sometimes Lukaku talks to hear himself talk to try to make himself, you know, build up his own confidence because he is a bit of a confidence player and he needs to drum that up sometimes. Um, but looking at the comments, I'm going to get a couple of these. Um, Indrahari, again, he's been really active in the chat. I mean, we've also got Fern out here as usual. Um, we got Sharma um, taking a shot. Um, saying Hurst is part of Kerbin or Skopje. Um, but um, talking about Lukaku's interview being a drunk interview, I mean, it sounds, I mean, it, it's very much a drunk ex regret interview. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sure he was sober. I mean, he doesn't drink. He's said that very often because of his religious beliefs. But I mean, he was drunk on something nostalgia, uh, regret something i mean there he was uh, money i mean there was a lot of things i mean there's also there's um it's also antonio conte you know right across right across the city um needing a striker because um i think kane's still gonna leave i mean i don't know too much about the premier league right now i watched the premier league for the first time this season today so i'm the least qualified to speak on that but I mean, there's there's a lot that Lukaku could be going for. There are a lot of ulterior motives, and I don't think he's the kind of person that would pass up on you know something like that. Um, yeah. Um, what else do we have here? Um, yeah. I mean, for the comments right now, I mean, Fern, Happy New Year, of course. Um, Maxi Lopez being the more normal one. I mean, maybe. Uh, uh it wouldn't be surprising. I mean, I. The normal bar is pretty low for those three, so I guess I guess he could have hit that. Um, but yeah, anything else? Uh, R- Risto, did you answer everything on the Lukaku questions that you gave us? Because you talked about the quote. I said a quote, was... but I didn't say about him being in you know, a regret. I said yeah. I said in a way that he regretted, but. At the end of the day, he, I mean, one of the quotes basically says, um, going to Chelsea wasn't about the money, but yet you wanted an extension. Because of what? Because of stability? You had three more years to, to play out? Just play out those three years and go to Barn, as you said? What's the fuss about? If it wasn't about the money, then you wouldn't want an extension. If you wanted to leave, then you'd sit out the contract or you play out the contract. Let the contract run out and just go to Bayern or Pass or, or Bas if Sorel. you if you like Inter that much, what's <clears> the <throat> torture in staying Sorry. three more years? I know you're not getting as much pay. I mean, also there's the whole you know player side of it that you know they are entitled to make the most of their short career with you know as much money as they can. But the, it goes back to him putting his foot in his mouth so many times. It's about an extension. It's not about money. When Chelsea put in this giant bid with this giant contract, my head wasn't at Inter anymore. Uh, that was an older comment. But, I mean, there's just so many of them, and it, it's littered with that. And then, I mean, this is supposed to be his apology statement from everything that happened. I mean, he put something out through his agent, which basically blamed the fans, and we're like, y'all should feel bad for being upset. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I just wanted to um, just filter out one more quote that really baffled me. Basically, Lukaku says, uh, quote, we could have continued after two great years. We could have continued this progression as players for me, Lautaro, Barella, Bastoni, Skriner. We grew together. It didn't happen. So I just said to myself that there was only one team that I could imagine myself in the mind or I could imagine in my mind. It was Chelsea. I mean, whose fault is it that you didn't 
continue with the team and you didn't prog progress further with the team. It's not ours. It's not, you know, Agnelli's. It's not, I don't know, Ferraris. What the fuck you mean, bro? It, it was you who chose to leave the team. The same goes for Hakimi. You both as players decided to leave the team. Hakimi didn't say a thing, although in some previous interviews, he was the one that said he, he regretted or he regrets not playing, you know, further up the field as he did with Conte and Inter, but he plays more of a traditional right wing or a right back. So it seems like every player that left Inter has regretted the decision afterwards. I mean, was the Hakimi thing his own volition? Like, somebody had to be sold, and he was the one that got sold. I never thought that was really on him. And, he, I mean, even, like, right after he was sold, like, he's posing on Instagram with this giant mural that he had painted of him with the Scudetto. I'm like, all right. You know, I mean, some things happen tough. I, I don't hold anything against the guy. I'm not going to watch PSG because I, I don't want to see that and be like, what if? But... Yeah, I don't have anything against him. And yeah, he is put back in that right back spot. And I think he's being exposed like that in a way, like sort of way that um, Teo Hernandez gets, you know, exploited sometimes on that left side for Milan. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that, that I feel like that situation is a lot different than Lukaku, who was who has been very vocal in you know, 47 different ways at this point where, you know, no one knows what he means anymore. Do you think that he would have stayed uh, if Inter didn't have to sell Hakimi? Uh, in, in a roundabout way, yes, because then Conte wouldn't have left. And no, no, no. Conte's I'm saying here. Conte's living, Lukaku's living. Do you think Hakimi's staying with Inzaghi as a head coach? Yeah, I mean, everything. he never even got the chance. He was already gone by the time Inzaghi was manager. Yeah, because first it was Hakimi, then it was Conte, then it was yeah. everything else, right? I know, I know. I'm yeah. just saying, like, hypothetically about him, you know, being an Inter. I think if I think if Lukaku was sold first, that Hakimi would have stayed because that would have fulfilled the monetary need we had, which also is kind of what adds you know, more bad taste to that Lukaku departure. It's like, well, you know, if you thought you were going to leave, if Chelsea were sniffing around, um, why not at the beginning of the summer be like, hey, you know, I don't have this extension that now I say that I want. Um, why don't we see what my options are? I'll be the one that goes. I mean, maybe he wouldn't say it in that way, but to be like, all right, you know, someone's got to be sold. Um, I'm interested, you know, if that would have happened before or if Chelsea would have given up on Holland and Kane earlier, I mean, uh, we could still be talking about Hakimi on the right. I don't think that he would have stayed, if I'm being completely honest, because I always saw him as um, as a player who felt like Inter was his stepping stone of the club just to get to the next level because he doesn't seem like the type of guy to <clears throat> come to a club and Oh yeah, he was never he was never gonna be like the next Zanetti or something. I mean, he was always gonna gonna leave, but I, no, another year or two I think would have done him some good, uh, transfer fee wise and just you know quality of his play. Like he would. How much money did we, did, we, did we get for him? Seventy five. That's 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 just off the top of my head. Uh, transfer marked. 
Yeah, I was um, going to look for it. Transfer history. I thought it was 60-something. Um, yeah, accept all. You know, take my data. Um, uh, Monetary value on the fee, 60 million. It's, it's pretty low. But who knows? Like, I don't think he would have stayed past this season. This is might have been his last season at Inter. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, we all agreed when we spoke about Hakimi and uh, Lukaku even back in the summer. Who would we much prefer to have, you know, at the beginning of the season? If we could get one player back, would it be Hakimi or would it be Lukaku, I think? I was I, I said Hakimi, I don't know about Mike and whoever I think it I was on that. It was probably, yeah, I mean, yeah. he he was more value to Inter than Lukaku was, because players like him are more are harder to come by. And well, uh, as far as, sorry, oh no, no, go ahead, yeah. But uh, but players like Lukaku, although hard to come by, I think as um, as a coach and as a team, you can easy uh, or easy easily easily uh, adjust your game plan or in gameplay for a striker then it would be for a player basically like that holds all of your right side like Hakimi did you know from being a right wing back to being basically a right wing winger or right forward it's yeah. easier to come by with a class striker than it is with a with a really good wing back that's why I was so surprised when Hakimi came in the first place. Like, obviously, if you're at the top of your position in, in the world in football, like right right wing backs, other than Hakimi, I don't know, Trent Arnold, it ends about there. Who's better than him, if you ask me? Dumfries. 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 Dumfries <laughs> good. Even Madrid won them, so you know. No, but um, I think it's easier to adjust to, to play without... Lukaku than without Hakimi because what Hakimi gave us on the right while Dumfries is trying to fill in that gap, that pace, that flair. I still remember the goals against Roma, against I think it was the Swallow where he not make the keeper the assists he made to to Darmian. He, he Dumfries just doesn't make the same ones, you know. Imagine if we had this one Perisic on the left, Hakimi on the right, terrible. <laughs> no, I, you know, I think I think Dumfries is getting there. I think he he'll never be. Of course, he's not Hakimi, but I think you know, I think he has a better you know mentality. I think he brings more mentally to the squad than Hakimi did. Um, yeah, true, true. Not because I mean, he was that, yeah. yeah, he was the captain of PSV. I mean, I. I think that amounts to something in the way that, you know, the players react to him and rally around him. Um, I think that's good for the dressing room. And I think because he's not that one extra level up that, you know, he could stay a bit longer. And of course, in that time, improve. True. Yeah. Like I, I didn't think Kim was going to be the new Zanetti, the new whoever going to retire with Inter gets his jersey up in the rafters. Never. Never in a million years. Hakimi is way too good for it to stay the interim are in right now. Could he have stayed one or two more seasons? Sure. Probably. Why not? From a from a personal <laughs> standpoint, from his own wallet, financial standpoint, he made the right decision by leaving now so he can get the, the longer contract and more millions now. 
from his football perspective? I don't know, because PSG playing a four-back. Hakimi doesn't really play good in a four-back. He has been playing at Dortmund in a, as a wing-back, in a five-at-the-back formation. He has been playing with us for one season. So he's been used to that system of just bombing up and down and then still having the defense to cover up some of the defensive duties for him. At Paris Saint-Germain, you have Ramos that likes to push up quite a lot. I forgot who the other centre-backs are at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, Marquinhos. Yeah, Marquinhos yeah. is still there, I think. Yeah, Marquinhos. But he just seems to be left out to dry on his own. You know, he, he seems a bit confused and lost. But like, look, he's still doing great. Yeah, he can wipe that with a couple of like hundred dollar bills, like the tears yeah, of frustration I mean, or whatever. He'll be four right. dollars. I mean, oh gosh, they have it so rough, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Hakimi, and the, but the the real issue is like if he wants to go to one of these, you know, biggest teams in the world, like he has gotten to PSG at this point. Um, they don't play back five formations; they play back four. You have to be able to play as a pure right back you can't play as a wing back in one of these teams like barcelona you're not going to do that uh real madrid obviously they told him to go kick rocks because he couldn't do that um like there are only a few places in the world that will play five at the back and it's wherever antonio conte is and it's syria and i mean that 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 was just how it was going to be i'm just looking back at the quotes right now and I, for some reason, I've missed him saying that. Uh, the, him saying basically, for Loti, I would I would die for him on the pitch. Together at Chelsea, no, no, stay at Inter because I will be back. What? I I'm, I've missed this quote. Him saying I'll be back. Don't don't come here. I'll be back. <laughs> the fuck does that mean, bro? I mean, he can come be- visit a vacation. I mean, it's a nice city to see. I mean, he could be back. Just ask uh, Ian. <laughs> Yeah, it's a nice city. Well, you've been too. Come on now. Um, but I want to yep. get to one of these comments since we're talking about Lautaro, Brady Crawford oh over God. here. Uh, this comment killed me. He said, I'd like to kiss Lautaro on his big-ass head for turning down playing with Messi. I mean, he would also be pretty screwed if he went there now. It would have been like he would have been in the same boat that Aguero got put in where it's like, oh, I'm going to go get to play with my countrymen who's also the best player in the world. And then you get there and he's like, peace. And then you're like, oh shit. Now the rest of this team <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck have I gone into? Yeah. I'm yeah. Fucked. Yeah. And then you get benched by Luke de Jong. Like oh my it, it, it would have been, it would have been a shit show for him. So yeah, I'm sure he's pretty happy that he stayed at enter as well. And I don't, I don't think he'll end up at Chelsea. Like imagine, Lukaku at, at Barcelona being benched by Luke de Jong. That, that's a full circle. Him, you know, knocking or his head, uh, not winning the Europa League two seasons ago with Luke de Jong scoring the important goal for Sevilla. Whew, that's that's karma, bitch. Yeah, that would be brutal. But yeah, I don't uh, I don't think Lautaro was going to go to Chelsea to begin with. Um I do, I do thank Lukaku for being like, "Hey, don't come here." Um, but I mean, he's still got a couple more years before we figure out where he goes next, if anything. Um, so that that's still good to have. I mean, we we shit on him all the time, but he's our player, so we can shit on him, and we still love him, and it's fine. 
at least he fixed his haircut. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> the amount of money, I mean, I can give him his phone number to my hairdresser and she'll do a better job. So, oh <laughs> I mean, God. I do a better job than him. <laughs> How much money did he pay for a haircut? 12, 12 euros. euros. 12 euros. Oh, no, 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 12, not 12 you. Balls, I was talking balls. about Lotaro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Lotaro, I paid 12, 12 euros. <laughs> if it, if it, 12 euros, how much? What do you guys, like, how much do you pay for a haircut if you're a professional player? A lot of like, money, I'm sure. Uh, we see the barbers. I mean, the barbers are influencers themselves. I would, sure. I just, I cannot. I mean, if we're talking about what I pay, I do, I, I, I do it for free. I let my girlfriend cut my hair. Um, so, <laughs> whatever they, whatever, whatever a footballer is, is a lot more than what I pay. Do you think it's two hundred fifty? If Maybe. it has to be like a sum. Maybe I mean probably Premier League barbers are even more insane. That's probably like a thousand haircut or some shit. I can only imagine the Americans one, you know, doing a haircut and in between doing some commercial, um, like in the NFL. It's like in the middle of your haircut, they do a commercial and they go back to your haircut <laughs> to earn more money. But like, I, I just, I, it's so funny to me, all the quotes about Lautaro and Lukaku and uh, you should be recruiting players to the current club to win more. Not to say just, you know, stay put. I'll be back. Well, they also have like 400 strikers. I mean, there would be no room. And they have a shitload of room on loan. So. Then why the yeah. fuck do you go to Chelsea? Uh, the money? I mean, other than that, I mean, it's his childhood club. That's why That's why Lukaku went. Of course, it's his yeah, childhood true. club. Everyone it's would have done that. other childhood club. Where is it? I would have went to fucking Saudi Arabia before I go to Chelsea. Why the fuck would I put myself through the London weather? Just go to well, Saudi. Also, enjoy. I mean, not even the weather. Like, when was the last time Chelsea had a good striker? Like, yeah, like one of the ones where you're like that top platform in the world. Like, instantly, like you know this guy, and you know he's good. Was it Drogba? Drogba has to be Wells. Diego Costa, maybe. Yeah, like one season of Diego Costa, I guess. But like, that is a terrible track record of strikers that has gone through there. It's uh, Milan level number nine curse. Like it's it's bad. And so, I mean, that's something that I feel like players should probably take into account. I mean, uh, you know, look at me telling some a professional what to do. But I mean, like these guys. I mean, you see, like, players go there. They don't do well. And, I mean, why would you want to be a striker at Chelsea at this point? True. I still think what Abramovich is doing as a business model for them, while it works, they do get titles, championships, to Champions League in the last decade. To fire a coach that has, like, what, two, two bad months, three bad months, <laughs> Well, that's why they have one. that's why they have like one season every three, four years where they finish about tenth. You can't yeah, put true. that level of pressure on managers, on players that win now. You, that's not gonna work every time. I mean, he does it to the point where it does work on a pretty decent level, 
but like it's such a high pressure situation that you know i feel like that's a situation that lukaku doesn't always do well in like we saw the expectation that was on him at united and it didn't go well we see the expectation on him at chelsea now not going well um it's just i don't think it was a good fit i mean a history of bad strikers and then a high high pressure environment has not been good for him i have yeah, one interesting proposition before ian says something I'm just looking at the Guardian's predictions of who is going to play for Chelsea tomorrow against Liverpool. It's predicted for Lukaku to start for them up front. What's the? Do you think he'll get booed when his name is pronounced? Yes or no? I mean, good thing it's an away match. It's at home. Oh, it is? Ooh. Uh, in London. Yeah, he'll get booed. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. ugly. Yeah. yeah. Fuck with the S. It's yeah. just for the memes. It's uh, I'm gonna have to watch. I guess I'll, I'll watch the game now. <laughs> yeah, that'll be my second Premier League game of the year. I was watching the game even before you know you said something because after the comments, it's just impossible for you not to watch the game. Hey, I mean, he made that game must-watch TV for everybody now. I mean, I guess you give him some credit there. There's his PR working, I guess. <laughs> True. No, what I just wanted to say on this Lukaku situation is, not even Lukaku, Chelsea situation. How do you go to a club that is so unstable from... Okay, so they're always in, in the news. They're always in the news, always under pressure, always have to perform. If something doesn't go right, the whole club fan base is hates you. <laughs> you you won't even know if you have the same manager half a year from now you won't even know if you're in in the same country will, will they ship you out on loan <laughs> it just it feels like playing for palermo or um general <laughs> at this point oh my god <laughs> true yeah i mean at least there you have the weather <laughs> you have the food what you're gonna go to <laughs> the cloudy london in it with tweets and beans <laughs> Like, come on. <laughs> I know what I'd rather do, but that's because I'm fundamentally against all things British. <laughs> it's just Brexit, but the opposite. <laughs> True. I, I don't know, are the taxes better in England for footballers? I mean, Italy, Italy had still had that um that growth decree law where it was supposed to cut. You maybe he's playing the long game. Two years at Chelsea, then go back to Inter to get uh, less uh, on the taxes and earn more money while living oh, in the maybe, same country. Maybe, maybe. Sorry, did maybe that. he's playing. He's Most playing like eight D chess, and we're just like we're playing checkers over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but like if it was, I don't know. Like, why do you go to the Premier League? I mean. Like, not even that. Why go against Beppe Marotta? Why look at that guy and say, I don't believe what you're going to do at this club. Let me leave. Look him like, in the you're eye. You're not going to win. Whichever eye, from whichever yeah, eye. Yeah, look at, look at one of them. Tell him <laughs> that. And then, like, no, that is, that's a, you don't, you don't beat that guy. That You can't beat that guy. Yeah. You should always ask Marotta what, what does he think on a topic. If he says something, you'll be just agreeing with him. If you go against him, you're fucked. 
I mean, Beppe has been in the business since he was 21. I researched him. He, when he was 21, he became, I think, director of football, sporting director of his first team. This man has been doing this for 30 years. On the holidays, yeah. 34 years. Like, come on, man. If you think you're playing AD chess, man, the game <laughs> hasn't even been invented. Like, come on. <laughs> it's insane. It's, it really is. Marote still glad that guy's at the score. Wow. Marode has been in the business for 43 years, by the way. Yeah. And he's wow. won a lot. I mean, countless, countless matches and trophies and whatnot. And, Wow. I just hope that he stays for a long, long time. I know, um, is the, um, I read that his contract is being extended. Yeah. Uh, is Him that official? Osilio and someone else from. Osilio can fuck off. Oh, come on. No, 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 dude. Have you not seen my tweet? I think we are the only Italian team on Twitter that has a fan account for a sporting director. Osilio <laughs> Osilio has a, a, a fan cam. <laughs> what the fuck? Osilio fan account. I mean, that used to just be like Badar back in the day. <laughs> it's still only Badar. <laughs> I haven't go. met the person. <laughs> oh my god. The king. What? Oh, oh my god. Shout <laughs> out to this account, man. It's, this is amazing. <laughs> Where, where is the quality bio? content? Pierino Super True Sporting Directivo FC Internazionale Milano. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god! Someone will went full Stan account. I mean, oh my. And we've got two beautiful bald men running this club. I mean, you gotta gotta enjoy it. There's an interesting question um, by Indohari. When Marotta retired or resigned for Inter, who do you want to replace him in a sense? Oh, well, he asked if – um, or he said that he wants Marotta to choose his replacement. Oh. Which I think is the smartest thing. Oh. I mean, that didn't go pretty well at United with Sir Alex, did it? I mean, but that's okay, it's a manager though. Yeah. That too much of that club ran through him. That's a that's a, that's a different issue that I'm, I, I'm not qualified to speak on. I don't, I don't know enough about United. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to Monchi. Oh, fuck no, 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 fuck I, off! I wouldn't be opposed to like Roma. Roma still haven't recovered from that guy. <laughs> no, but like realistically, who else? Auxilio, I just let Auxilio do it. He's been watching. No, he's been, no. he's been watching Marotta do this for years no. now. No, no. Okay, but what I if mean, Auxilio also gets like one lazy eye? Would you let him then? <laughs> what, what? I mean, we should bring someone Auxilio. else in to work with. What? He, he, he hasn't done anything. Honestly, he's never really stepped that wrong. Like, I mean, what are you gonna say, oh, Gallardini? Who? Romario. Who? Mario. Oh, I thought you said Romario. I was like, who the fuck? No, 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 Jao Mario. I mean, I thought that was uh, Kia and those guys when Suning yeah, first came how out. Can, how can fucking Kia bully you into buying a player of his? Uh, he did it for two players, bro. He did it it's for a player. 
that was like yeah. two of our best players were signed because of the either the good heart of someone or the inability of a club to sign a player. I think Lautaro was supposed to uh, go to. I, I think Dortmund had a bigger offer than Inter. I thought it was Atletico. And it was either either one. Yeah, yeah, somebody. Uh, yeah, but who directed him to Inter? Milito. Schreiner the same. Schreiner, I think, had a verbal agreement with Atletico Madrid at the time. And Atletico were imposed a transfer ban because of some wrongdoings in the past. And they didn't sign him, Inter did. Those are like the key and the pillars of Inter that he didn't sign. There are so many misses, like more misses than actual like goodbyes. If you go on like a net buy or net, but whatever. he was also in the like a lot of those years were the brokest of broke years. But Marota was the same guy at so many clubs, but he enjoys that shit. Marota didn't have any money to work with this summer, and you were coming off of a Scudetto winning team. You sold your main player for one hundred and thirty million, and you signed fucking Jaco for two and a half million. Tell me that one one team in the world that signed. A player of two million after they sold a 130 million player. Just one. I mean, Just I mean, it's smarter. I mean, if we're gonna talk about I mean, I, I can't talk about it, obviously, but you know, when you have that level of money brought into your club and you try to go for some young flashy striker, you're they're gonna gouge you. Like, look at look at Barca after Neymar. Like I know uh, they bought Dembele, they bought Griezmann, like Coutinho. Coutinho too, yeah. Like you get gouged and like that was a smart move. Yeah, but that's my point. Like he, he's a smart guy, but and um, I have some reservations about Auxilio. I don't think he's that good as people make him to be. You know, Branca was the same. He got exposed in those like uh, the first few years of um, the Banterira. He's not a good director, and he it turned crazy. out. <laughs> he also did sign Bill Fodil and. Uh, some uh, Lucas Tinos and whatnot. I don't know. Have you seen Belfodil and the truth? Bro, Branca is not playing But that's the whole um, point, Mike. That's what I, w- I was thinking about. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I would rather stay with steady hands than try to go bring someone in. But hopefully, like, that's not something we have to think about in the next few years. Like, let's let's get out of, you know the crunch financial crunch of the pandemic i mean it may be coming back around you know 50 percent stadiums again super copa probably moved to the end of the season um oh, hopefully there's off. not an what is that true yeah i think it's they been asked- postponed they got it postponed i i, I just oh. read something recently maybe i'm wrong maybe 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 i did read the wrong thing but I think they did get it pushed off, but that wouldn't be a bad thing. I mean, January, February is already congested for us. Um, getting it moved back wouldn't be bad. But, like, if Marotta can get us out of, like, you know, the financial crunch of the pandemic, and then he's like, all right, you know, it's time for me to go retire and, like, go sit on a beach somewhere, like, that would be fine. And then I would – I agree with Indohari. Like, I would I would want him to pick a replacement. I don't want him to get – retired ever just give him just give him whatever he wants just pray that he doesn't retire otherwise you're fucked you're just gonna force this old man to work himself to death uh i mean upload all the data to a computer (laughs) oh my god 
I just hope that's yeah, like if he wants to stay and if he's motivated enough, you just give him a blanco agreement because without him, Inter is not the same club that he it was before he arrived. But do you really want to jinx it like Ferdinand? All he's at the wheel, get him a blank check. <laughs> oh, do you really man. want to risk it? <laughs> no, but like he has done it and proved it for so many years. And yeah. honestly, like there's no amount in the world as a football team that can buy whatever he did for both Juventus and Inter. You can give him 10 million and he won fucking eight trophies at Juventus. Then you should give him 100 a season. Because without him, you don't have the same team and you don't have the same dynasty, the same, you know, legacy in, in within the 10 years that you are dominating. So it, there's no, the value is so huge on sporting directors and people that make decisions that actually you should invest in that rather than, I don't know, fucking young players that you can buy from other teams. Why would you invest in young players and development and years and years and years when you can buy the same kind of play, quality players from other countries. It, it, there's more, more value in investing in sporting directors than in the development of young players nowadays, at least. Yeah, I mean, that's, the model of football is changing a lot. Um, I mean, that, we're talking about a guy that's been around to see all of that change too, but... I mean, I, the way it's changing, I do think you're right that that's the way that it needs to go. But I guess we'll have to see, you know. We didn't even get to anything about January transfer window or anything like that. Uh, next match is, of course, the 6th. Maybe we'll get on before that. I don't know. But there's still a lot more to talk about. But we're hitting an hour 10 here. And uh, I think that's a pretty pretty good number to stop at. Um you know, this is a really fun talk. I, I was really looking forward to this with all the all the news that was happening. Uh, so yeah, um, anybody have any parting thoughts? Crystal? Yeah. Nah. I, I guess not. I guess not. Uh, so yeah, we'll just we'll leave it here then. Um, you know, thanks everybody in the chat. Indohari, Brady, um, Sharma, Chat. Chimed in a for a minute. Uh, Fern, yeah, Fern. If I missed anybody else, um, I'm sorry. Um, I've had a pretty consistent uh, 10, 12 listeners or watchers this whole time. Um, really appreciate that. Uh, anybody listening on anything else, we appreciate you also. Like, share, subscribe, rate, whatever you do. Um, thanks, everyone, and we'll see you all in the next one.